A goal properly set is halfway reached. Zig Ziglar. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Intentional Leader with me, Cal Walters. I want to wish a very happy new year to each of you. I know that many of us are excited to see 2020 in the rearview mirror, and I'm not sure about you, but I tend to get really excited at the beginning of a new year. It's a fresh start. There's excitement about opportunities and what that new year can bring. And many of you have started setting goals. You've started making resolutions, and that's why I'm so excited to bring back Dr. Joe Ross today to talk to us about visualizing success and goal setting. I had Dr. Ross on the show back on episode 29, and he was one of the first people to ever introduce me to the concept of how one can truly optimize performance through scientifically backed techniques. When I first met Dr. Ross, he was the director for the Center of Enhanced Performance at West Point, and Joe did a bunch of incredible things during his time in the Army, and you can see his full bio on my website at calwalters.me. But now he's the president and co-founder of Higher Echelon Incorporated, which is a human and organizational performance consulting firm headquartered in Arlington, Virginia. During this episode, I really wanted Joe to get practical with us about the keys to effective goal setting. He gives us what he calls the four D's to goal setting and actually coaches me through some of my goals. This is a little different episode than I normally do. It was It was a good bit of me talking and quite a bit of vulnerable, honestly, just vulnerable expression of some of my aspirations. And Joe did a great job of demonstrating the process of goal setting and the incredible value of a good coach to ask the right questions, to get at some of those underlying motivations and obstacles to helping you accomplish those goals. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know what you think. Uh, As always, thank you to all of you that are subscribed to the podcast. Thank you to all of you that have rated and reviewed the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It helps us make a bigger impact. And I'm really excited about this interview. So please, without any further ado, please enjoy this interview with Dr. Joe Ross. Dr. Joe Ross, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so thankful that you're willing to come back on and talk to us today about goal setting. Thanks for having me, Cal. It's a pleasure to come back. And I love talking about this kind of stuff. So So tell us just briefly, Joe, how did you get into goal setting? Well, I got into it. Well, first of all, I mean, I've been doing goal setting since I was a little kid. Um, yeah, I probably didn't know I was doing it. You know, my mom would set goals for me, you know, when I was really young. Then I had some coaches that would set goals for me. And, uh, you know, and, and my, my parents and, and my coaches, they didn't just set a, a goal. They kind of gave me a path of how to accomplish that goal. Um, but they also gave me a belief that I could I could accomplish anything I set for myself. So I, I think it's not just setting goals, but it's setting high marks with a path of how to get there. But you need a undeniable belief in yourself that you can can get there. And, you know, just from, you know, some examples, you know, my junior year in high school, uh, you know, going to my, you know, I had a pretty good junior year in, my, my, in football. And my, uh, a guy that coached me in sixth and seventh grade, he just called me on the phone. And he's like, hey, you, you need to be the, you're going to be the player of the year next year. And I said, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> an average year. He goes, no, you're going to be the player of the year and you're going to go to college and you can play in the NFL. Really? You're small. 
but you have the ability and this is what you need to do. And you say, Hey, you need to hit the weights. You need to run. And then you just need to believe in yourself that no one's going to stop you on the football field next year. And, um, and I just listened. I said, okay. And I just started doing it. I hit the weight room, you know, three times a week, had a speed drill and I had a phenomenal senior year that, you know, catapulted me into being recruited by army. Um, you know, and I just kept doing it. And, you know, and, you know, I got to army you know, West Point had a phenomenal center for enhancement performance program. And that's when I really started learning about goal setting from a uh, strategic level and a tactical level. And, um, you know, everything they said just reminded me of my coaches and my mom in high school and grade school, but they gave a structure to it mm-hmm. and they gave a system to it. And, uh, you know, all four years I developed a goal plan. I had a tape and I would listen to it on my headphones. Um, you know, and then I got into the army. I kept doing it for my soldiers and I was lucky that the army sent me back to get my sports psych degree and uh, go back and teach at West Point and really help cadets on really goal setting. Uh, Cause really that's the big bear hug of any high performance goal setting and visualization. I call it the two big bear hugs. Uh, you got to put everything together. So that's kind of how I got into it. And, you know, now that I have my own company, we, we continue to do it with our clients. So goal setting and visualization, the two, the two big keys. And it's, you know, this is going to be released right at the new year where a lot of people are going to be doing the old new year's resolutions. Any thoughts on new year's resolutions in general? I think they're great. You know, it's a fresh start. So clean slate. Um, but I would say, you know, it's not just the resolution because that is, that is setting a goal, but what's the plan with it? What's the journey? Who, who's going to help you? You know, you need a, a network to help you with any big goal or big plan. And as I said, you know, my network was my coaches and my, my family. And um, for anything that they're going to set for a new year resolution, I would say, you know, empower your network, trust them, share your ideas, share your goals, share your plan, see if they have any ideas that you may be able to incorporate or may they say, Hey, they, they may know you so well that uh, you're not going to do that. Maybe try this instead. Um, cause you do want to keep it focused and realistic, uh, within your, your family life, your job life and so forth. Uh, but you need someone to hold you accountable and, and challenge you. Is there a type of person that you, you think makes for a great accountability person when it comes to goal setting or, or is there a type of person that you would recommend not bringing into that network of, of helping you with your goals or resolutions? Well, it's definitely got to be a trusted agent. So a friend, uh, a relative, um, a family member, it could be a coworker, but that trusted agent is not a yes person just to appease you and make you feel good. It's a trusted agent that can hold you accountable and also tell you that hey, you're, you're not following any of this plan on, and you're not doing it. So think of a trusted agent that can be a coach and give you criticism, give you a pat on the back. Uh, but also give you ideas for, you know, incremental improvements. What about the number of resolutions? So would you discourage people from setting more than a certain number? Or does the number not really matter? Uh, that's a great question. I would say the number is really relative to the situation, mm-hmm. right? You could have a goal in one part of your life that is business oriented. You could have another goal in another part of your life that is maybe personal, right? And 
you could have another goal uh, within another part of your life that maybe it's spiritual. So I think in different parts of your life, you could have multiple goals um, as long as they're working together and not against each other. So what, let's, let's talk through the fundamentals of, of goal setting. What are, what are the keys to, to doing this right? Like I said, you know, it, you got to be able to create a, a vision, right? And that's, you know, so you can see it, feel it, taste it, you know, that plan of action. Uh, you got to be able to identify those change agents that we talked about. And then you, we got to be able to make this vision clear and concise with very actual items. And then, and you know, share that with your, your network. So what we do is we call it the four D's of goal setting. We're going to define what we want to do, what we want to accomplish. We're going to determine what the big rocks are to help us accomplish it. And what I mean by that is it's really the, what, what's the obstacles, what's preventing us from doing it now? Because if we didn't have obstacles or um, challenges, then we, we already be accomplished it. Right. And then we got to decide what are the incremental steps? What am I going to do daily, weekly, biweekly, monthly to knock down these obstacles to achieve my goal? And then the last step we call do. And uh, that's really, okay, we all procrastinate. We all have things that happen to us in life. So now we're going to come up with a win-then, an, an alternate plan. So when I was planning to go outside and run, but there's a snowstorm, now I'm going to go, you know, do a thousand sit-ups in my bedroom. So an alternate plan to what we decide we're going to do. And that's where the coach comes in and they can hold us accountable. So we call it the four D's, define, determine, decide, and do. And there's, you know, that becomes a work, working document, you know, as we progress through it, you know, we'll keep refining it. We'll share it with our, our team, our network, uh, and then we got to stay deliberate and consistent and committed to it. So I was, I was wondering if you could maybe coach me through some of my goals for the new year. I'm going to get a little, maybe a little vulnerable, but I think that might be a, a way to demonstrate your process in these four D's if you're up for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's define what we want to do. So okay. I would say the first thing I would ask you is, um, what do you what do you consider some of your your greatest uh, strengths or assets? Like what what do you possess that you're really good at? Ooh, um, I think I'm good at uh, reading people. Uh, I think I'm good at uh, empathy and discernment. Uh, I'm pretty good at counseling people. I'm a, I think I'm a good encourager. Uh, with my team, for example. Um, and yeah, I think, I think those are some of the things that to start out, I would say are some of the things that jump off the top of the top of the mind. Okay. So that, that's good. So those are strengths. So what other unique skills or resources do you have? <sighs> unique you, you skills, you said skills or resources, so unique. Like, do you have any other unique skills or resources to, um, that you can take advantage of that are at your disposal? Well, um, so I am doing this podcast and it's, it's unique in that, you know, it has an audience of people who consistently 
listen to this podcast, uh, which I'm very thankful for. Uh, I think I've got a, through this podcast, I've got a platform, I've got resources like a microphone and a setup and a process that I've repeated over the past 18 months that I've kind of figured out what works. All at the same time, I've also figured out I need some help because there's always so much I can do. Uh, I've got a website. Um, I've got a job where I'm a leader of a 20-person team. So I am constantly thinking about leadership all the time. I read a lot. I have a wife who's way smarter than I am who helps coach me on my own uh, leadership and, and personal growth. So those are some things that I, I think when I think about my passions, which are helping people grow individually, helping people get to their potential, leading and impacting people, making the world ultimately a little bit better. Uh, I think those are some of the things that I align with my passions. Okay, perfect. So now we're kind of like shaping this. Okay, so let's look at the opposite side. Let's let's figure out what are the obstacles or challenges that face you. So like uh, weaknesses, what needs to be improved hmm. in your mind? I'm, I overcommit myself. That's one thing I do. Uh, I tend to like with this podcast. So I've got a, a more than a full-time job. I'm the leader of uh, the prosecution team uh, at a division in the army, which is is really busy. I've got 20 people on my team. That's like a, it's like a 630 to, you know, 630 type job. Uh, plus often work on the weekends. But then I also am passionate about leadership and I've got this podcast going. And so though, and I'm also a husband, I'm a father. So certainly time is an obstacle. Uh, I only have but so much time that I can devote to this podcast. Um, I also, like I said, it's a 6.30 to 6.30 job. So doing interviews like this are really hard. I mean, I've got to either, I've got to take leave like I did today, or I've got to have people that come on the podcast who uh, can do an interview after the workday or on a weekend, for example, or maybe their their time, maybe their Pacific time. So for them doing a, a 6 p.m. interview, uh, 3 p.m. their time is not a big deal. Uh, so time, energy. Uh, and so I guess I would just say I, I tend to overcommit myself and uh, I need, I, there's only so much I can do. So I think I probably need other people to help me if I'm going to make this podcast grow and, and do, do more than what I'm currently doing. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of challenges around there. And so you're starting to list them uh, pretty good there. So, okay. So now we got this list of, you know, all the stuff going on that need to be improved. What would you consider to be a very challenging task? So I heard podcasts in there because of the constraints of your current job, but you know, you love leadership and you really want to see this podcast explode because of your counseling and coaching and empathy. Um, so let's think about that. So what are some challenging tasks that are out there that you really want to knock down that are relevant to everything we just talked about from strengths and weaknesses? Some challenging tasks. So I need uh, a challenging task, I would say, is building a team. Um, I need to get other people involved in this endeavor who are also passionate about, about leadership, about uh, coaching, about helping people grow. Uh, because I, like I've already described, my my timeline during the day is I need other people that have more availability. Um, I need people that know stuff about 
social media and marketing. I don't know anything about that. I'm really terrible at it. And it's, it's kind of, uh, it's always a little vulnerable doing that. Um, I need people that can help me. I mean, I have a pretty big email list, but I don't really know. I don't have the time or expertise to, to build like an email list. Um, I'm also passionate about wanting to close the gap in leadership instruction for college students and high school students. And that, so that's kind of a nonprofit type endeavor. And so with a team, I believe I can start to flex into that and, and start to hopefully help some of these colleges and, and high schools uh, develop leaders where I feel like there's a lot of instruction, for example, on, you know, we're going to learn about physics. We're going to learn about science. We're going to learn about math, but we don't really teach people uh, leadership. You and I both went to West Point, but we we heard all about leadership all the time, and so we kind of could walk into leadership possessions. But I see it with my wife and in private organizations where someone gets put into a leadership position, and they haven't ever really learned about leadership, so they're having to kind of learn on the fly. And I'd I'd love to try to close that gap for people. Um, so, but all of that, I think, Joe, just kind of comes back to this concept of needing to build a team. Uh, in order to do more and have a bigger impact on some of the things that I'm passionate about. Okay, good. All right, so I'm hearing, you know, things focus on team, time, social media, networking. You know, there's an idea about, you know, high school and college leadership program. Um, so th- those are all things that, are going to be tough to overcome. So those are challenges. What in your mind, and you, you we haven't done any research, but yeah, and you should do some research. What are your competitors doing that may give them the edge? Hmm. I think what I would, a couple of things that come off the mind right away is that I think my competitors uh, have, the time, a lot of my competitors in this space do this full time. Uh, so from the time they wake up until the time they decide to call it quits, they, they have the time to do that. Um, a lot of my competitors have been doing it longer. Uh, so there, there are podcasts out there and leadership consulting businesses that have been doing it for decades, right? So you have uh, a network that's, that's built in. Um, then there are also, uh, people who just have written a book or written multiple books or have, have brand recognition. And so they are, uh, they walked into a podcast, uh, having already established themselves in this industry. So I would just say, I I guess to kind of sum that up would be time, uh, both during the day and then time building it up. Uh, And then a lot of these folks also have teams of, uh, social media teams and uh, people that create branding and, and and they also have they have money right so you, they have a, a source of revenue uh, whether that's through nonprofit sources or through for profit that's flowing into the organization that allows them to to build a team and do some of this stuff. Okay, excellent. So again, I like the way this is coming together. So now let me ask you another question. It's and this is where visualization starts to come in and your vision. So see yourself. It's December of 2021. 
what would be very personally rewarding for you to say in December, you know what? I knocked this out over the course of 2021 and I feel really good about it. Let me just say for a moment too, that this is so valuable. Like what you're doing right now, asking me these questions is so valuable. Uh, I honestly haven't, I've never had this where someone just asking me to visualize and think through, but I just, the process of this is so cool. Um, so, you know, you know, Joe, I think in December, 2021, if I could, I, I can visualize myself, uh, having a zoom session or some kind of, uh, get together with a team, a team of people who have come together around a common purpose of leadership, growth, leadership development, individual passions. Uh, it could be a team of people who are all similar to me, or hopefully people that are different from me. Maybe some people that know a little bit about marketing, know a little bit about uh, branding, know a little bit about business development, revenue generation, uh, but all people who are believing in the the vision. Uh, and we're just talking about what we, you know, the, what that year brought. And I'm not I'm not under the false belief that you can build something big in a year, uh, but I would. It would be neat if we if we had a team, and there was that that progress had been made, and that we were starting to maybe inch our way into impacting colleges and, and high schools in the space of of leadership. Okay, so I'm hearing leadership. I'm hearing teams. I'm hearing again. I hear college and high school. But let's, let's, again, this vision, this outcome of success, that moment of success, like your goal is what, you know, is, is it building a team? Is it um, doing something for the high school and college students? Uh, what, what very specific is this goal? And you're saying within like kind of a one-year time horizon goal? Well, if we want to make it multiple years, we can make it multiple years. I was just saying, look out. If you want to make, if we want to say this vision is going to be completed in 2025, now that's a little bit longer term and multiple layers to this. But what, what is this moment of success? Very specifically tell me, I don't think you've told me the, you haven't really define this ultimate goal yet. Yeah. And, and part of the challenge, I think, Joe, is it's, it's, it's hard for me to visualize it a little bit. Um, I think the the team part of this is a means to an end. I feel like it's not just it's not just what's the team team of what? What's this team doing? We are uh, we are impacting leadership in young people in the country. Um, wow! By offering colleges and students a curriculum. Uh, own leadership and team building. Uh, so we're basically offering services to colleges. We'll just start at stop at colleges. I, I, I keep saying colleges and high schools, but let's just maybe make it a little more focused. We're offering a curriculum of leadership to colleges that doesn't currently exist. Where? University of North Carolina. It's one of the, maybe the closest ones to me here in, in Southern Pines, North Carolina. Okay, so now we're talking about leadership services mm -hmm. to a college in, in North Carolina. Okay, <clears throat> how are you gonna how are you gonna 
get into the university for them to approve some curriculum that you just made up and you don't, you don't even, you're not even paid by it. <laughs> I would like to take some of the people that, uh, that are out there and, and bring them in as, as consultants a little bit. Right. So, uh, picture like you, Dr. Joe Ross, you're, you, you teach leadership, you uh, have a private company. And so I could take people like you, uh, and others who really know leadership, but also are passionate about the young people in the country. And, and they would, they would be willing to offer a little bit of their time to maybe do a video or a team building session to help, you know, let's, let's just start small with maybe a, a classroom size of college students learn a little bit about leadership. Uh, and so what, go ahead. Yeah. Everything you're saying is out of your control right now. Well, let's, let's take a step back. What is currently in your control hmm. that you currently do where you can reach lots of people across the nation um, and you control the message and you control how it's done. You control how it's executed. That would be this platform that I have right now, this podcast, uh, website, blog posting. Yeah. Right. So can you build a team for your podcast? Can you reach college students? Can you reach high school students? Can you reach their parents about leadership? Yes. Yeah. And can you control the time? Yes. Do this. Can you control your network that you're building with, with this podcast and the resources you're using? Yes. Okay. Can um, you control the team that you want to build around this podcast for marketing and social media and, and so forth? Yeah, to a certain extent, I can certainly uh, elicit their support. And uh, I mean, it would probably at least at the beginning be unpaid to a certain extent. So you only have so much control over people, but yeah, I mean, I can, I can control that to a certain extent. Okay. So, so what I'm hearing is really you're, as you start building this down, um, I'm hearing uh, your a possible vision for 2021 is to grow your podcast mm-hmm. where you reach more and more people to discuss building teams, to discuss leadership and high performance principles. Yes. Okay. So I like what you did there. I like what you did there. No. Okay. So what is your vision of success (laughs) and your goal? How are you going to build teams? And, uh, you know, how do you see it starting to unfold? So tell me what you think about this, but I think my first, step. Uh, so definitely acknowledge what you're saying with the podcast. I can control that. So part of it, you know, we can think about it in terms of lines of effort. I see one line of effort being content, right? Just, just purely producing really good content consistency for, for the next year. Uh, another line, and that's something that is, I can do that on my own. Uh, there are challenges that I've already discussed about the time of interviews and that kind of thing, but I can do that. Um, but it would be really helpful to have a team. So another line of effort, kind of a connected line of effort is is really reaching out to people and saying, hey, 
would you like to join my team? Like is, and I, frankly, I don't really know how to do that. Uh, but I think that's, that would be the vision is, is whether it be reaching out to people I know, which is probably the wiser choice of like, Hey, I really, I know you, we have a relationship. Uh, I've, I've noticed that you're passionate about leadership and you've, you've been supportive of kind of what I've been building. Would you like to officially join my team and be part of this? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I like where you're going with this because if you grow the podcast, right, you're starting to brand your name, you're starting to grow your reputation what, and that needs to be done in 2021. But while you're doing that, you're starting to build some curriculum content around leadership, specifically focused at college students, right? You could possibly even start outlining the chapters for a book. Um, and then you can also start engaging maybe some local colleges uh, just so they hear about your podcast, but maybe some of those those goals are going to be pushed to 2022 or 23 because they're going to be they're going to be farther out because you got to do this stuff first. Yeah, that's really helpful, Joe. What you've done there, you've you've kind of taken me from what, <laughs> well, as you mentioned, like the things I can't control, but this this kind of giant, overwhelming vision, which frankly sometimes just becomes paralysis by overwhelm. It's like, well, yeah, I, I can't exactly. even, I can't even begin to envision that. Like even the idea of UNC when that, when you were like, what college I'm like, uh, uh, UNC, but getting more specific and then kind of, then you kind of peeled it back to the things that I can control. And that felt less overwhelming to me. Cause it's like, okay, I have a starting point. I've got some building blocks about how I can get there. So that's the difference between a new year's resolution and deliberate and goal setting. New Year's resolution, it could be so overwhelming, you get paralyzed. There's no plan with it and it's just hanging out there. Deliberate goal setting is, let's work through this. Let's think of some questions, you know, that can define where we want, we want to go. And once we define it, now we can start developing a plan of how to get there. So, so far, all we've done is define what the goal is. And my opinion, listening to you, really your first goal, you know, for your overall long-term goal is to grow this podcast. That's what I hear. Yeah. Right. Now, before we move on to determining, you know, what the big rocks are, um, let's match, let's align your top four values with this goal of growing this podcast. And I see your list of values behind you over your shoulder, but I don't want, well, you got like eight there. I don't want all of them. Give me four and let's attach it to, this very specific goal of growing your podcast around team building and leadership. Mm. And, uh, and what would be an example of a value that, um, that you, when you use that term, Joe value, uh, cause I can think of a number of things like right behind me, the, this for the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. I mean, that's, those are perfect. Okay. Those are, perfect. Um, those are your value. Apparently I'm saying that they must be relevant to you because they're on your wall. Yeah. But don't give, me all, don't give me all of them. Just pick out the four top ones. If you have to pick four, that align with this specific goal. Because you, yeah. you have other goals, like you're in the military, right? Mm. Right. I'm sure you have a goal as a person in the military that you want to max the ACFT, the, the new PT test for the Army. Right. That's so right. Different values align to that. Mm. And the reason I align, we, we want to align values with very specific goals is values is what drives us. Drive, values is what makes us passionate. Values is what gives us purpose. 
values is what gives us consistency. Mm -hmm. So we're erratic and jump around everywhere. So another value that's not on that wall that you want to align with this. Yeah. My, so, okay. Um, aligning the podcast growth with my values. Uh, I would say one of my key values is love. Um, like loving people, loving, uh, the people that I work with. Um, so that would be one. Uh, and so the podcast is related to love and that it's, I think a, one way to love people is to help people grow, help people get better, help people understand just like you're doing with me right now, Joe, of like helping people understand what they really value, what they really want out of life, and then helping them go and do that. That's why the podcast is called intentional leader, because I think that level of intention is what maybe closes that gap. So love would be one. Um, I think another one of my values is uh, impact, positive impact on, on people um, in the sense of like, I, I'm not someone who's super motivated by money, uh, which is great. I mean, there are people that are motivated by money and that I think there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm, I think I am passionate about uh, wanting to make the world a little bit better while I'm here. Uh, some of that comes from some work I've done, you know, Stephen Covey's book, seven habits. He talks about like creating a mission statement. And, and part of my mission statement is going through and thinking about what do I want people to say at my funeral? Uh, and so that's where I get into this idea of, I really don't care how much money I have at that point. I just hope that I, people will say that I had an impact on people. Um, another, one of my values that I say would be attached to this is service, uh, serving something bigger than yourself, uh, wanting to, uh, not be about me. Uh, and then, uh, the fourth one, uh, would be, um, faith. I, I really, uh, my, all of that I think is, is founded on my love of God and, and, and desire to, um, to follow the, the beliefs that I have, uh, spiritual beliefs. Okay. Excellent. I like this. All right. So I'm here is, you know, the first big thing you got to do is grow your podcast. It's attached to love, positive impact, service, and faith. Perfect. And I can give you themes. So now the next thing is, okay, what are the big rocks? And, and so I, I need you to determine uh, what these big rocks are. And then we got to decide the action steps to overcome these big rocks. So big rocks in my world are obstacles or challenges. So earlier on when we were talking and we were defining the problem, you told me some, some challenges. You told me time was a challenge. You told me networking was a challenge. You told me, uh, you know, not, 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 not being knowledgeable in social media or marketing is a challenge or an obstacle. Um, you told me, you know, not having a book or a leadership curriculum is a challenge or a problem. So as you think of all those things that you told me earlier, now that's really determined. Just give me four, four things that we can overcome, right? Knock down the obstacle, knock down the, the challenge, knock down the roadblock in our way. Uh, what do you think the four most critical are that will help you catapult and grow this podcast? And one question on that, Joe. So for example, time for me is obviously a big challenge. I can't, 
I, I don't want to change my job. I love the job that I have right now. Um, is that, does it need to be something that I can impact right away? Uh, well, I think that's a perfect example. Time is a challenge. It's an obstacle because you do have a, another job and you love it. But what you can control is how you use the time. Hmm. You can control, okay, I know I have to do this uh, during these parts of the day. Mm-hmm. How am I using my free time? How am I using my weekends? How am I using my nights? When, do I, when am I going to go to bed, right? Am I going to sleep eight hours? Or am I going to sleep two hours? You control all those things hmm. and you control when you do it. Hmm. That's really good. So time would definitely be number one. Uh, the other big obstacle would be, um, yeah, I would say social media, So social media, and then also just understanding how to grow. I, I just don't really understand how to grow something. I mean, I kind of do. Um, but just kind of a lack of knowledge or expertise in that area. Okay. So that's number two. Um, number three, uh, would be, I don't know how to write a book. I mean, I think writing a book would be really great, but I don't, I mean, I, I, I mean, I assume you just start writing, right. And then eventually you have a book, but I'm sure there's a better way to do that than just, well, do you, can you, can you write the book this year and is writing the book over this course this year going to help you grow your podcast around, you know, leadership and team building? It would. I don't, I don't think it's realistic probably to write a fit to finish a book this year, but I do think one thing I can do is do more writing. Um, okay. So I think like blog posts that kind of to your point would be, chapters potentially for a book, uh, or part of a curriculum. Okay. Um, so kind of getting, I guess that kind of goes back to time, but just writing more. Um, yeah. So I'd say those are probably three, three big ones. Um, let's see one more. I always make four. I work in fours. Anyone can come up with one or two. When you make <laughs> four, they now they got to think deep. Yeah. What's the other obstacle, or challenge, or mm. roadblock that is preventing you from growing this podcast around leadership and team building uh, to get it to where you want it to go? I would say, uh, and so far I've had a lot of great fortune with this, but. Uh, guests, getting networks, having, having people that are willing to sit down and, and do an interview. I mean, I've had a lot of wonderful guests, including yourself, who've been very generous with their time, but I get a lot of no's too. So it's just a matter of, I would call it business development, having the ability to reach out and get people to say yes. Okay. So here's what I've heard so far. So when we start defining very specifically of our goal that we want to accomplish here in 2021 is to grow our podcast around team building, around leadership. Um, the values attached to that is love, positive impact, service, and faith. And the obstacles or roadblocks or challenging that's preventing you currently from getting there is time, social media, and growth. So I'm going to put those together because I think if you do social media that right? You'll grow it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put, and then your next challenge is book 
slash blog slash writing because I think they, they're all together, right? And if you work them all together, you know, as you're writing for blogs, well, you're writing content for a book. As you're writing for blogs, you're writing content for curriculum. So all those are together. And you can come up with a better name for it, but that's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. And then the last thing is, you know, network, you know, a, a minimal, a minimal, minimal network right now. And how do you grow that network? And if you grow it, then it starts taking care of some other things. Is that accurate? That's perfect. All right. So now, you know, because of the, it's a show and we got to, you know, kind of condense things. Okay. As, out of those four obstacles, and you're going to do this for each, each challenge or obstacle. Let's pick one, one big rock. And now what I want you to do is we're going to decide what actions you can take on a daily, weekly, biweekly, monthly, quarterly basis. You control these actions. And if you do these actions, you're going to chip away at this roadblock to shrink the gap and get you get you where you want to go of your goal of growing your podcast around leadership and teamwork. So pick one of them and we'll walk through it. Hmm. Is there any of them that jump out at you? Um, I would, I would, the ones, the two that really jump on me are, uh, time and, or the social media grow. Uh, well, I mean, all four are good because you could come up with a bunch of different things, but you know, those, those two really jump out at me. Let's go with time. <laughs> okay. So time. So that, that's, that's number one. We got time. So, now, what things can you do? And this time is revolved around growing your podcast. What can you do on a daily, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly basis around time to control it? So what can you do today? Yeah. Um, I think one thing I can definitely do is, is be, is I think one thing that stands out at me, Joe, is eliminate. <laughs> I really need to eliminate things that are not essential. Um, and I'm not going to be silly about it, but I need to eliminate probably a good bit of time I spend on social media. I need to eliminate a good bit of time that I spend uh, aimlessly watching Netflix. Uh, I mean, because to your point, like all of that is within my control. Um, so so how, do you, how do you do that? Um, I think a big thing is, is using my calendar more, more deliberately of, of not just getting a, so what I tend to do, like this episode, for example, Joe, I'll record this and then we're going to release this in January, the first week of January. So sometime between we're recording this on the 16th of December and January, I'll find time to edit this, to add an intro to do a blog post about it. Um, so that I'd say that takes about six to seven hours of work um, to really make it good and solid. Um, and I could, I could literally do that if I wanted to before the end of today. But what I'll probably do, what I tend to do is not really put it on the calendar and then about a week before I need to release it, I'm like doing it the night before. Uh, which, you know, is, I still get it done, but there's probably a better way to do that. And that would be putting things like, okay, I'm going to edit this episode with Dr. Joe Ross on the 17th of December at 
5.30 a.m. I'm going to get up a little bit early. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Um, so I think just it's a matter of just thinking through the steps that I need to do and then calendaring it so I'm really using my time wisely when it comes to the podcast. Yeah, so you're, you're, a, you're a leader in your current organization, right? Yeah. So how do you help your, your teams focus on knocking down a task? Like say it's Monday morning, you show up to work and you got your key leaders around you and you're like, hey, we need to have this accomplished by Friday. And uh, how do you break down the task? Task condition standards. I, I say, what are your priorities? Okay, your, these are your three top priorities. Okay, when are you going to have that done? Uh, what do you need for me resource-wise? So it's a matter of taking a task, knowing when it has to be accomplishing and then accomplished and then backwards planning the different subtasks that, that are going to allow you to ultimately accomplish the, the end state. And do you do this on Monday and then mm-hmm. Friday or do you do it Monday and then check in with them throughout the week? So Monday morning, I have a, um, a huddle with my team. It's a sync meeting. We go over their top three priorities, and then they tell me when they're going to have that accomplished. I typically don't dig into the the, the how they're going to do it. Um, I trust, especially my my attorneys, to know how they're going to accomplish something. But then I'll follow up at the end of the week to ensure that they accomplished it. Okay. And what about for yourself? Because you got things you got to knock out for the week. What do you do for yourself? I have a to-do list uh, with my priorities, but I'm not really great at taking that deliberate step of saying, okay, I got to do this, these five things. I tend to, uh, you know, have a to-do list that I check off, but I'm, I'm not great, frankly, about going in and, and calendaring those sub things. Like I'll calendar meetings and I'll calendar deadlines, but I don't necessarily calendar the subtasks that are going to be required to accomplish the ultimate task, if that makes sense. But you, you, but okay. So in that instance, because you've been doing this job for a while, you kind of know what the subtasks are in your head and you can knock them out. Right. right? Yep. So, I mean, this is perfect. So, you know, so my curriculum, my, my uh, flagship is called the resilient and adaptable leader hmm. right now, our, our program. And it was based on my dissertation for, for my PhD and, you know, and it was around how do you lead yourself to facilitate to lead others hmm. around emo- mental and emotional skills that drive high performance. And I, I looked at 400 military leaders and 400 uh, private sector leaders from second lieutenant to general to entry level business person to CEO. Right. And what I, what I realized, and you're, you're one of the typical guys, we can do, it goes both ways. We can lead and tell our, and inform our teams by facilitating or giving them uh, things to do, right? To drive the organization, but we may not do it ourselves. <laughs> Vice versa. We may do things for ourselves that help drive us to be high performers, but we don't share it with our teams, right? So the reason is, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about time and you control your time by being very deliberate and consistent. And one thing you do for your teams is, all right, on Monday morning, you do a check-in of what your priorities are. But on Sunday night, do you check in with yourself and say, okay, what are my Mm. three or four big priorities for this week? No, not deliberately. I mean, I, I, it's in my mind because I don't stop thinking about work, unfortunately, but I don't sit down and say, okay, what are my top three or four priorities for the week? Yeah. 
And now, because these three or four priorities around time that also revolve around growing your podcast, all right, are unique and it's not in, it's not automatically in your head. So now you you come up with your three or four priorities, but now say, okay, what are the tasks I probably need to accomplish or need to do to knock these things out during the week? And maybe now you pull out your calendar and say, on Monday, I got to do X, Y, and Z. Tuesday, I got to do one, two, three, right? So now as you go through your day, where's your open space? Is your open space at lunch? Is your open space in the morning before you go to work? Is your open space as soon as you get home from work or in between um, your kids' games because they have a five o'clock game and a seven o'clock game, but you have a half hour break and you're going to go to your car and knock something out for a half hour. Um, or you say, you know what? I'm not going to do anything until 10 o'clock when the kids go to bed and I say good night to my wife and then I'm going to go to my office from 10 till two o'clock in the morning. Right now you're being very specific with your time of what you're knocked down. You kind of know where it is, right? And you're controlling it. Is that, is that best to do have like a time where once a week you, you just calendar everything? What, what do you recommend in terms of time planning? Well, what do you do for your team? On Monday morning, I do, I have a very deliberate time where I ask them their priorities. So what works best for you? Is it, I don't know. I don't know your lifestyle. Is it, yeah. is it Monday for yourself? Is it Monday night? I don't know. What's your, I mean. I think, yeah, I think Sunday night would be a great time for me to look at my calendar, look at what I have for the week, look at my work schedule, which I know is going to be really busy and then go ahead and calendar those things both for work, family, and these other endeavors that we've talked about with my podcast. Okay. That is something I can control. And that was something as I'm just hearing you talk through this and asking me these questions that would really, really help. So, so once you now kind of establish time, right, because now you just kind of work through it. Okay. Well, that goal may, we, we may just accomplish that goal, right? Because now you're being very deliberate. This one. So now you say, okay, because this becomes a working document, time is no longer an obstacle because I, just, I, I kind of just figured it out and I'm going to be very deliberate with my actions. Uh, on Sunday night and what I do, you know, during the day that, you know, focus on me with task list. So now I have three more goals, social media, you know, book, blog, networking. Maybe you can not now add another goal around that was an obstacle that we didn't have before. Um, and that's something to think about. Mm-hmm. So again, you're starting to knock down obstacles and challenges to get to where you want to go. Now, the last thing of this is, um, and again, I'm going to focus on time. We can use win then. So that's the do of this. So it's these are statements and action statements. So when you feel defeated, when you feel sluggish, when you feel not motivated, can you give yourself another way to approach this obstacle of time to knock it out? Right. So it's um, it, you know it's win then. So for example. Um, when I'm not motivated, motivated on Sunday night, it's raining out. I just want to, you know, cuddle up with my spouse and watch a Netflix show. Um, and I, you know, I go to bed right, because I'm tired. Uh, then I get up, you know, 15 minutes earlier and I still come up with a plan for my week and prioritize. Mm. So when then? So this has to be done by you because mm. you're yourself better than anyone. 
and you know when you're going to procrastinate. But it's not just you. this is a conversation with your change agents. This is your mm-hmm. your spouse, your family, your your close friends, people you work with that know you and say, hey, you know, hey, you know me. I might not. I might start collecting this stuff, right? When do you think I'm going to do that? And have some ideas, and then you want to think outside the box. Okay, I'm not going to let this stop me. I need another approach, right? The best one is, you know, if you're working out, mm-hmm. I want to lose 10 pounds. You know, I'm going to run three times a week. Okay, it's raining outside, so I can't go outside. You normally say, well, I can't do anything. Okay, so if I, since I can't go outside, then I'm going to the gym and I'm going to run on the treadmill. That's a win-win statement. I love that. That's perfect because it you have to anticipate that the obstacles are going to come. So for me, just to, to kind of close this out, it would be when I don't feel like when we either when life gets busy on that Sunday night scheduling session that I'm going to have with myself to plan out my week and pr- prioritize all of the different things I have to do. When that happens and, and life is too busy, then I'm going to get up 30 minutes early on Monday. And that's always been something I can do is just get up early. That's, uh, you know, maybe that's just the army in us that allows us to do that. Uh, so that's something I can do. So when Sundays get away from me or when it's just too busy or I don't get to it, I've got other priorities, Monday morning, I'm getting up early and I'm going to do that calendar session to to plan my week. So that's, that's re- Joe, this is really, really good, man. I mean, I, I, thank you. Wow. Uh, and we did this in, you know, 45 minutes. We're not done. You know, but for the show purposes, we kind of need to close it up. But this is not it. So the last step is, you know, you get all these notes everywhere, you get all these ideas, but now we gotta we gotta frame it, right? And we frame it with, and you can do it on a PowerPoint, you can do it on a Word document, uh, you can do it kind of anywhere, but I would say get it on a piece of paper, get it on a computer screen. You know, that ultimate goal of grow my podcast for leadership and team building. And then the next thing is you're gonna have four blocks, you know, um, or right under your goal, love positive impact, service, and faith. Mm-hmm. So values are right there with your with your goals and you don't forget about it. But then now the four obstacles or challenges, let's make four blocks, right? So time is one block. Social media is another block. Book and blog is another block. And then networking is another block. And then under each of those blocks, what are those action items you're going you're gonna to do? So for time, Sunday night, I create my priority list. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I have my checklist to knock out my priority list, right? And then I review on Friday what I accomplished and what needs to be carried over to the next next month, right? So you have your action items. And then the last thing you have is, um, all right, so Sunday night, I spent with family, didn't have time to do priority list, so I get up early on Monday morning to knock it out, right? So it needs to be on paper, it needs, or on your computer screen, but it needs to be somewhere so you see it, so you're reminded, and you're, you're crossing things out. You're reworking things. It becomes a reworking document. Um, put it on your bathroom mirror so you see it every morning. Put it on your computer screen so every time you wake up or every time you turn your computer on, you see it. But it's got to be somewhere so you're remembering it and your goal is hitting you in the face every single day. And then you're sharing that vision with, again, your change agents, your network, so they can hold you accountable. But if you just keep it in your head, you'll eventually forget about it. It'll eventually by the way, because life takes over. And when life, life takes over, that's when new, new Year's resolutions don't happen because we didn't, we weren't deliberate and we weren't consistent with our effort, with our attitude and with our focus. Mm-hmm. But if we 
remain consistent and deliver with those three things, you can knock down anything and you can accomplish anything. That is gold. Wow. Well, Dr. Ross, I know, uh, I think we're out of ta- time here and I want to be respectful of, of the generosity you've shown us of, of doing this. And, and for me personally, wow, this is incredible. Um, I will make sure to everyone listening to put links to uh, how to connect with Dr. Ross and Higher Echelon and the work that they do uh, at my website, calwalters.me. And uh, Dr. Ross, thank you so much for, for doing this. And uh, we didn't mention it, but I also hope that... Uh, well, Army can beat Navy again in, in 2021. Not only beat Navy again, I hope we can beat Air Force. Beat, <laughs> that's this, right. The Commander-in-Chief trophy. That's right. That's right. All right. Thanks, Cal. I enjoyed, having, I enjoyed the uh, conversation and best of luck. And keep me updated on your progress of these goals. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it, man. All right. See you. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Dr. Joe Ross. That was so much fun for me. I so appreciated the coaching and the great questions and the follow-up. And probably the biggest takeaway for me personally from that conversation, apart from just the value of coaching, is the question of who. Who's going to hold you accountable? Who's going to carry you to those goals? Who's going to help you? And I think we so often we set goals in a vacuum and we don't stop and think about who can I bring into this process to make this not just about me, but to make this about accountability and about community and about a group team effort to get at those goals. So I hope that you asked that question. I hope that this was helpful for you. Please let me know what you thought about it. I hope it wasn't just too much of me rambling on about some of my own goals, but I hope it was something that you could relate to as you look at goal setting in this brand new year. In two weeks, I want to let you know we have a brand new interview with General Retired David Petraeus. This was a really fun interview for me, so I'll be releasing that in two weeks. And we have a lot of wonderful guests coming up in 2021, so there's so much to look forward to on this podcast as we grow together, both individually and as leaders, as we try to impact organizations. No matter what you're doing today, I hope that you will be intentional about the way you live your life. Remember, life is short. Let's go make it count.